0: You are now tuned to the other side of BLK Sports 980.
1: Welcome back. It's BLK Sports 980. You're now I'm tuned to the other side. I'm um, your host, Laws. We got Jeff. Aaron will be on with us in a bit uh it's a lot of stuff going on in in, in the world right now uh for pre- as we do the preliminaries every time on the show um uh, that's right You're I don't know name. if you I don't know if you got a chance to watch the Jones yet, but you have you watched Luke Cage yeah I'm actually uh like
2: on I'm, I'm two episodes away I think 13 episodes so I'm actually at episode 12
1: uh-huh or whatever so you you, you, fans you, fans deep, fans. you deep you deep into it right now at this, yeah, this this moment yeah so I'm like I'm maybe like four or five episodes in. I'm like five episodes in or whatever it's just yeah. like uh, I'm at the part where it's just kind of showing like basically how he became to be Luke Cage or whatever so uh, but the show the joke is pretty interesting I, I think it's a, it's a good a lot of people it's been mixed reviews because some people have an issue with the fact that it's really like a pro black like show, you know what I'm saying? So
0: yeah.
1: I mean, if those for those who don't know, it's Marvel Marvel hero. His name's Luke Cage. He has like superhuman strength. He can take like, you know, he's a bulletproof black dude, basically. And um he out here fighting crime, but really he's just I don't know, what what would you how would you classify him like as far as like like his motivation behind doing what he's doing or yeah yeah doing what he's doing
2: well I mean really he's like he's not the first superhero that's ever you know been that like or, or, or been reluctant I should say to be a superhero like you know he kind of wants to go about his own business you know but it's just one of those things where obviously he has those powers and he wants to figure out a way that he could help you know, Harlem out or whatever. So it's like, he, he kind of like a reluctant, a reluctant superhero, um, you know, at least early going or whatever. So, um, and that's kind of how I would classify it, I guess, you know, like it's just a, one of those things where, you know, the old saying to whom much is given much ex- is expected. So it's like, since he has those abilities, it's almost like he feels like he backs in, he's backed into a corner where he has to do it because all the people close to him will get hurt
1: so so what do you how do you think about like uh, cause you know it, I, I actually I, I actually talked to one of my co-workers a white dude uh, and asked him like what he thought about yeah. the show cause I, I had just started watching it and he was just like ah, it'd be it, the show kind of race baits and you know basically he, he said it, you know he didn't like the racial, um, you know, undertones of the show as as much. What, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, I, I,
2: it's it to me, it's funny that he would say it because that's one of the problems that we're why we are where we are all these years. You know, within race because race doesn't like to get talked about, so it doesn't surprise me that your white coworker would say that because it's like anything is about race they're uncomfortable you know what i mean instead of like let's discuss it that's right you're so you're i mean i don't i don't agree with them, of course um mm-hmm. like it's it's from a obviously from a black perspective it takes place in harlem you know and, and mm-hmm. especially when you think of old harlem it was pro-black pro, uh, pro and and that's uh and where black people had money in new york was in old harlem so um that's kind of just a, a, a geographic thing so I don't know yeah why. it's a reflection of what yeah.
1: well I don't think he was saying you know what I'm saying that Joe was making him feel uncomfortable they, they were kind of my words and not necessarily his you know what I'm saying and I was asking but I just was curious because I don't, I don't know I mean you you at episode 13 or 12 so you've seen you know yeah. a, a larger portion of the show to be able to like yeah. give more context around like you know the racial undertones of the show and how uh how uh, gully they they going on the show as far as like race is concerned? But
2: yeah, I mean, um, I think with some of the like the jokes and the writing, like <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised at all if there were yeah um, black uh, writers. Now, of course, we with some Marvel uh, char- uh, character characters, so they always there's already already a story. Um, behind them but in terms of writing for the show and adapting and things like that, I wouldn't be surprised if there are uh, black writers um, in, in, in terms of that as far as that's concerned.
1: Yeah so I mean the acting is pretty good though like I, I think I think for a show is a, is a pretty good show uh, they got my man Remy Denton from a House of cards in the jail uh, as, as the villain and then what was what's the dude's name young who's the uh, main character of the show? Um, uh, you, you, his name in real life? Well, I, I mean, on the show, his name is Luke Cage or right, uh, right. Lucas or something like that. Um, Carl, but, Lucas is, um, yeah, Carl Lucas oh. is yeah, Carl Lucas is his government in the show. Um, but uh, yeah, now nah, acting is acting is decent. Yeah, you know? I mean, they got my man Juice from uh, Sons of Anarchy in the show too, and uh, you know, it, 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 it's a it's a good cast of actors that they have in in the show and. Just like a lot of these Netflix series, I, I feel like is is up there with the rest of them. Is is pretty good. Yeah. Um. I'll continue to be watching that to, and to see what's going on in that storyline. Uh. Though. Yeah. You know, I know you heard about Kim Kardashian out here getting robbed for ten million dollars a jury out in Paris. What? Yeah. yeah Bro, I heard what about are you talking it, man. about, man? I heard about. Now, it now, world right on the street is. It, it, it might be a little exaggerated, or it it might be uh, what do you what do you call it for publicity, a publicity stunt?
3: Ha! Uh, as Perfect. people Perfect.
1: like to Perfect. say. Do you believe that? You think it's a publicity stunt? I
2: mean, I, I I don't think it's a publicity stunt. Now, in terms of the level of what went down, I mean, I guess one could be curious to know
1: more of that story. Off, you know, because ever since the whole so lot they say they had five Bama's, but. Mask they had on mask came with the hammers and then they tied her up in the bathroom and then they stole the jewelry dipped out and then she wiggled herself free like MacGyver and got out of the jail and then called called the police and then nah, Kanye found out and canceled the that the back half of the show and then came you know what I'm saying to her aid I just I don't as
2: far as yeah I mean I see all I had, I had uh, had heard was that there were like you said five men that were dressed up as police officers and supposedly they forced the uh the concierge to um like 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 let them in the room um now i don't know like i did hear gunpoint i don't know how uh kim uh got in the bathroom and how she was in there as the guys you know went through and took the stuff so they they tied. They tied her up in the bathroom. They tied her up in the bathroom. Okay.
1: Yeah. That according to her report, they tied her up in the bathroom, and then after they dipped out, she wheeled loose and right. and and was able to like call the authorities and stuff. But I just, I, I mean, I don't know though. I don't know. It just sounds a little. Oh. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. I, you ain't got the answers. you of got ten million dollars for That's a little excessive. I mean, I know she got bread like that. I know they got bread bread. like that, so.
2: (laughs) Super bread.
1: So, I mean, I I can't put it past them, but I just. Nah, Bob. I don't know, like, well, how does that, how do they handle that? Does insurance handle that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the hotel they don't have you staying in a in a five star hotel they don't got no cameras yeah where's the security where's your security detail yeah. there's no you don't got a buff Bagwell by sitting outside the door of your hotel room yeah. or something. like I, I I just a lot of questions I have to ask because I mean typically you know a, a star at her magnitude I can't just really see floating around in a place that has you know a uh, low level security you know what i'm saying right i just i just well, can't I mean, really fathom that
2: I, like i said it's definitely probably gaps that need to be filled into to the story but i mean from the whole standpoint like i don't know if you saw the footage where kanye was literally he had just dropped the the um the in the night from uh the uh 808 and heartbreak joint and then the crowd was singing along and then like um Like he was like, oh, you know, I got to I got to cancel the show, a family emergency. And like people onlookers that were at the show were were saying that you could tell that he didn't want to go. But it was clear that the guy that was on the stage that came out to let him know wasn't leaving until he came with him. So um, from that standpoint, like, I mean, I think it was legit. I mean, I don't like why would Kanye like he's literally
1: performing at a show packed and sold out. You know what I mean? So, so I mean, so, listen, I get that. I hear that. I, I I probably, you know what I'm saying? Any man in his position would do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily saying on his part that it was, like, staged or anything. But what I'm saying is, like, it might have been embellished to, like, make this a bigger story than what it is. Um, you know, instead of maybe one dude who just, you know, maybe roughed or went into the hotel room, stole the... The merchandise, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I know that publicity stunts are nothing new in Hollywood. It could it could have been an inside job, man. you're absolutely right. I mean, I don't know. I just man, it's like it's like the boy who cried wolf. You know what I'm saying? Like they they do all their whole life is a publicity stunt. So it's like you don't even know when it's when it's real or when it's fake. And even when it's real, you'd be like, Yeah, I don't know, dog. Cause these cause they everything they do is for TV. You know what I'm saying? Everything they do is for TV. So it's really hard to, you know, differentiate the, the real from the fake, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, dang, young. We finally, we skip all the baseball season, young. The Nationals in the playoffs, the Orioles in the playoffs. Orioles actually play tonight at 8 p.m. versus the Blue Jays. I'm not really checking for the Orioles, even though my man, my man Ben, shout out to my man Ben here. Here, here, go hard, Orioles fan. Um, but the Nationals play the Dodgers on Friday, and they, they're going, uh, think they got Matt Scherzo on the hill versus, uh, uh, Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw. Um, Pitcher for the Dodgers, so uh that should be a good one, man. Should yeah, be a good sure. one. You think that you think the Nationals have a chance to get out the first round? For sure, they definitely have a chance. I mean, the Dodgers Even with all like, the injuries they've been.
2: Yeah, I mean they still have a chance. I mean they still have Scherzer. I mean you still have. I mean Harper's been banged up, but you know he's been back for a little bit. I mean Murphy, Murphy will be back, so he it'll be interesting to see you know how he's able to. You know, get back in the swing of things because, you know, he had a chance to win the, the batting title um, yeah. when he missed like the last, I believe, 12 games of the season. So, yeah. they And then, of course, Ramos is out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they, they still have a chance because and then Strausberg isn't going to pitch. So, I mean, you're right. There yeah. are definitely a lot of injuries, but they still have Scherzer. And he's going in Kershaw, historically, you know, he's had a lot to prove in the playoffs. He hasn't had the same type of playoffs as he has reg- in the regular season. So, I mean, if we could get this game one to go up 1-0, uh, the first round, um, I think they might have switched it to seven-game series now. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that that first win could go a long ways um, as far as seeing whether we can get out of that Will be tough for sure. Yeah, nah,
1: no doubt. I'm right there with you. If they get that first W, then they they'll be they'll be straight. That's all they need is that first W, and then yeah, everything from there. Probably you know take the pressure off, man. Whoever wins that first game is like, uh, it t- it takes a lot of the pressure off. Uh, basketball about to start back up. Um, we 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 less than a month away from the beginning of the NBA season. Uh, we got. Dawg, did you know Paul Gasol plays yeah. with the Spurs now, young? Is that a cheat code or what? What, what do you mean? You didn't remember that, that going down? No, dog. I missed that, <laughs> young. I missed Paul <laughs> Gasol getting signed table. to the Spurs. So <laughs> dog, yeah, all these yeah, battles yeah. put the cheat code in again. Because dog, the battle of Paul Gasol still got game left. Like, he still was balling even with Chicago this last year. So I... I, I why can the Wizards should have got Paul Gasol shoot the Bama's getting 30 million for two years like you could do that with the new cap I just know I mean yeah but he I wanted he wanted to play for a contender so it wasn't really like we
2: could have got him so that's what it it basically came down to um the
1: Spurs and uh um, the Bama got chips though it ain't like Paul Gasol ain't got no championship
2: I mean you're right you are right but hey he already made plenty of money so he, he won more you know I mean I feel you, though. But, um, yeah, that's that's kind of – that was his 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 uh, thoughts behind where he was going to go. I can't think of the other yeah, team, but it was basically between the Spurs and one other team.
1: hmm Yeah, nah, I, that jump caught me off guard. And then – so uh, the Wizards play tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, versus – I don't know who they're playing tonight in particular. Oh, they're playing the Miami Heat. That's who they're playing. Um, but I mean there ain't really nothing to look for in that jump we ain't sign nobody we ain't getting no, no real notable ballers on the team like that we got Trey Burke who we gave up a second round pick for I just don't understand but the only bright news is Nene is no longer on the roster can I get a round of applause for that y'all he he's gone <laughs> Yeah, that's that's. Definitely definitely I think he signed with the Rockets. I think he signed with the Rockets for like 1.2 million for one year or something. Something low. Like they get his Bama. They did Bama a dollar menu contract. Go and ahead. we paid him $16 million last Yeah, dog. This Bama's, yeah, he's terrible too. So, um, <laughs> no, I, I'm not even like I, I was going to say What what to watch for Like tonight But I just don't really care John Wall not playing Bradley Bill I don't think he's playing Because he had a concussion um, Marcus Thornton If you want to see him Jack up a bunch of shots Then tune in um, But other than that ain't really nothing To look for um, I, I mean right, Maybe to see what Scotty Brooks is doing But he's just going to be Tweaking his lineup So you don't even know um, um, But it's going to be interesting to see the Wizards, watch the Wizards this year and see how sorry they really going to be because last year they were 41 and 41. This year, I anticipate much of the same, like right there on the buff bubble of the AC, but not really doing anything more than that. Um, so that's, that is what it is. Thank you guys who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BOK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more at BOK Sports 980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, let's spread this word. Now back to our show. Uh, Monday Night Football the Giants go into Minnesota and catch an L. Oh my God! Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was held to three catches for 23 yards.
0: Major key to and success. And so there's
1: been a lot of a lot of talk about ODB and his uh, his ability to like stay calm and his you know the the penalty he caught early in the game, which I thought was pretty fluke, if you ask me. Um, and if D was here, he'd probably say the same thing because it was it was really soft. But you know, of course, anybody, anytime people are playing against Odell, Odell Beckham Jr., like he's a very like intense type of player. Um, so of course he going, you know, he going to bark back. I mean, that's what any good good player. I mean, Antonio Brown barks at, at defenders and stuff. He basically got shut down. But today they're talking about how like he's the reason why they they. They were unsuccessful because every time, you know, he's not getting the ball that he's complaining or he's making a big issue of it on the sideline and stuff like that. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? We cannot make decisions
3: that cost the team.
1: It is more about them than it is about the team. Did they lose the game because because of Odell, like, in his attitude and and him crying for the rock or whatever? not,
2: Not at all. I mean, they lost the game because minnesota was better and minnesota owns eli which we already knew yeah like eli hasn't even he hasn't played well um you know the last couple games uh in addition like odell beckham is not the only problem uh for the giants so they definitely he only got one penalty for 15 yards it's not it's 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 a 60 minute game so to say that they lost the game because of uh you know his outbursts or his emotions on the sideline I mean that's that's that would be ridiculous for anyone who said that you know and I mean that's a part of who he is and and being a receiver that's one of the most individual positions in sports on it as far as on teams go because you're out there on an island and no matter what you do your success depends upon other people so like you know that's why receivers tend to be uh, more divas than any other position so I mean could he tail it in a little bit? A little bit, but I mean, I don't think it's that big a deal. I mean, the way they're made, it's just that they lost and that they've lost two straight. So it's making it a bigger deal than if they had won the games. That's my take on it. All
3: right. No, I think he pretty much covered it. I think the story that's not getting told is how bad Eli's playing. Like he said, the last three weeks, Eli only has one touchdown and three interceptions. Nobody's talking about that. They'd rather put it on uh, Odell Beckham Jr. And maybe... To me, it kind of looks like McAdoo might be in over his head. Like a lot of these play, a lot of these coaches are kind of <laughs> like glorified coordinators and then they'll get a promotion and maybe they're just better off as coordinators calling the plays. Because even the game plan, I didn't understand. It's like, how can you have these three receivers that you have? That's the strength of your team. And just like last week against the Redskins, it's like they get away from going to Odell. He throws a tantrum and then they start throwing him the ball and it works. He's an idiot. It's just, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what they have going on over there. From a management perspective. Um, so I don't know how this kind of gets lumped on ODB's plate. Very good. Yeah, the thing is, man,
1: though, it's so simple. Football is so simple. You saw what Matt Ryan and the, and the Atlanta Hawks did this week. They threw the Julio Jones to that Bama just, just about to down the field, dog. 300 <laughs> yards, 12 catches. Yeah. Like, that's what you do. If you got a special talent on your team, that's right. you, already you know. just milk that special talent. You just keep throwing the ball. Like I'm from the old school. Like when you go to the rec center and a batman just is unstoppable, like you don't you don't run no plays. You just give them the ball and get out the way. Iso young and just let them fry like all day until somebody stop them. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I understand that you have, you know, a game plan and all this stuff, but Special talent is special talent. Like you gotta, you gotta figure out creative ways to get them to rock. No matter what, like no matter what. And and I'm with you, Aaron. I feel like their head coach, is, He's in over his head. Like you see, North Turner. That's my man. He know he the best coordinator in the game. That's what he just say. I'm gonna just stay coordinator. Right. I don't want to coach the team. I don't want to do all that extra stuff because it's a lot that comes with it. Mike Tomlin, great coach. Because he knows how to motivate the players, he knows how to, you know, he got a good offensive coordinator and a good defensive coordinator, and he's the he's the 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 the, the block between the two. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you you see what happened, like Atlanta, they having success. Why? Because he got a coordinator, and they have a coach. You can't the coordinator can't be the coach in most times. It just don't work in most cases. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like and, yeah. and and maybe when you have a defensive head coach it can work you know what i'm saying but i feel like even even here in washington you know with with gruden there's a lot of mistakes a lot of bad decisions that are made because he's an old coordinator and he's trying to do two things yeah. himself opposed to just coaching the team you know what i'm saying
3: and and x's that, and o's is just maybe 10 to 15 percent of coaching in my opinion like a lot of times people will put so much emphasis, like the system is great, you know what I mean? The office is doing well, he's due up next, you know, he's the next guy up. Like that is such a small part of coaching. If you can't manage personalities and players and just manage an overall team, if you're not, like if you don't have that executive mindset, that's two separate things from being like a technical genius or, you know what I mean? Having skills in, in that specific area. And it just seems like these guys get ordained early because their system works and then they get the head coaching job. and then. You, uh, uh, the organization is basically in limbo for three to four years.
1: Yeah, man, and and I mean that's what happened basically last night. I mean, New York Giants were out coached; they were outplayed. Um, you could tell that the game plan that the Minnesota Vikings had for um, the the Giants was just just a good good game plan, and the game plan that the Giants had for the Vikings was a terrible game plan. Their play calling was whack. It was but they are it, who we you know they were. Eli was digging and dunking and was scared to throw the football for a half, for a whole half. Um you know I, I think I think you could tell Mike Zimmer going into this game their game planning was to not let Odell Beckham get the ball. Like they were like we're going to take him away from this game, game plan and then make you to go to everybody else. And the thing is is like once you are able to dictate what somebody is going to do then you have the upper hand, and that's just the bottom line. And I, I, I mean, I think Odell is a is a good enough receiver, if not one of the elites. Where you know he can beat double teams. I'm not saying you got a that that's that's always the best play, especially when you got other guys on the team that can do it. But you know, if you are going to mass protect and you throwing a, a fire out, why are you in mass protect throwing a fire out? Like that don't that don't
3: make sense? To me. Yeah. So. Was so, so Eli's 35. Do you think this is the beginning of the end for him? Because some of the things I'm seeing from it, like it's one thing to play bad. I'm seeing on a lot of plays where he's choosing just not to compete. Like he'll see a guy coming who will be like seven, eight feet away, and he'll turn his back and just throw it in the dirt instead of standing right. in there like he would have before and just like letting it go and taking a hit like an NFL quarterback has to sometimes. I saw maybe right. seven to ten times last night but he just chose, I'm done competing on this play, and just gave up on the play. <laughs> right, that's a right, fact. Right. <laughs> just me, nah, Boy, that, he um, don't
1: want to get his yeah. bell run.
2: But
3: nah, he has I mean, before. It, that, that's
2: not him, though. I mean, like, I don't want to – I hear where you're coming from, and, and maybe, but I don't want to rush too soon just because we are only four games in. But I definitely know what you're talking about. And, and I ask myself that same question, like, when – do you take the hit and when do you stand in there? Like, is it because he's doing that because it's it's so early in the season? Yeah, is he doing it because it's so early in the season? And he is up there in age. And obviously, if he were to get hurt, then the Giants, that clearly they would be in the toilet. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like a pick and choose, like live to fight another day. But I definitely know where you're coming from. I mean, like, you have to stand in there to make some throws and, like you said, compete in order to be able to push the ball down the field, especially against a team who brings a pass rush, it is what it is, you already know it's coming. So in order to be able to push the ball down the field and not just throw short routes or or a little out routes, like you gotta stand in there a little longer. So if you're throwing the ball in the dirt, the moment somebody's in your face, that's obviously taking that option away from you. So um, I I don't know if I wanna say quite yet that it's the beginning of the end, because like I said, it is early, but, um, yeah, I'm definitely, these last, like you said, the last, the last few weeks, I mean, I'm not really liking, you know, what I've seen from them. It. And it's not like the other receivers did anything either last night. So, right. you know, you can't, you know, bank on that. So, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if it's because they, you know, don't have Jennings in there, you know, in terms of pass protection. And they have the rookie in there, whether they're not comfortable um, maybe that could be a bit of a bit of um, I a mean, situation. That
1: could, maybe yeah. that's why the, the, the lack of creativity in the play calling. I mean, the sets was generic. It just like looked major. Like they, success. Like they were just preparing just just to not not get mud hold. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it didn't seem like they went out there and they really wanted to win. They were very very conservative. And I thought, Arizona, I thought uh, Minnesota played conservative too. But you could see that they were. They were picking and choosing, and they were, you know what I'm saying? They were trying to, like, were yeah. trying to win. Jarek McKinnon had a good game last night, too. He really impressed me carrying the load for them. You know, everybody wanted to know how, you know, of course, Sam Bradford, Bradford but, you know, with AP being, like, out, you know, them had Matt Eziata and then then Jarek McKinnon, I thought Jarek McKinnon filled in really nicely, and you know what I'm saying, last night with the run game and, you know, his ability to catch out of the backfield, but... Uh, yeah, so they, they they got that W, um, yeah. beat the brakes off of the Giants 24-10. <laughs> um, and so now we come to the other NFC East team, the Redskins versus the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And this debacle of a game, this is young. I'm trying to tell you. So first of all, let's talk about this fumble. Let's talk yeah. about this fumble. During the game, there was a there was a there was a fumble in the fourth quarter, where yeah Duke Johnson Jr. runs like it was like an off tackle to the left. He goes in, the ball is hit out of his hands. I mean, not even two seconds pass after he fumbles, he recovers it himself and holds the ball in the air. But there's a scrum on the ground for. I don't know what the scrum is. I don't know what these battles are scrumming for because the ball has been removed already from the scrum because Duke Johnson got it right back and he he came up. So, I mean, maybe they didn't know that the ball and they were just trying to, you know, get their hands on something. The referee signals before even seeing who has possession of the ball that it's the Redskins' possession. What? And then... Everybody's like kind of confused. And I watched the jump several times just to make sure that I was clear on what, what had actually taken place because I just couldn't believe that they would get something wrong this, this bad. Q Jackson's on the sideline. He's like, you can see Duke Johnson comes over and he's like, I got the ball, I got the ball. And and they, you know, they announced on that announcement they're like Redskins ball The crowd goes wild Because it's in our in our stadium And so people are like uh, Hugh's like chill, chill, chill You can kind of see him Like saying chill, chill It's going to go to review Because all all turnovers are reviewed And then you see Like the the lady ref She comes over to Hugh Jackson and She's just like She says something To the I mean Just from the body language It looked like Like it's out of my hands Type joke Like I mean It is what it is It's their ball Or whatever and like they looked at it upstairs, apparently that's what she's telling them. But her explanation was that she saw them recover possession and made the call. And that's where she made made the call from before Duke Johnson was able to get out with the football. Well, if you look at the play, the the seconds that was taken off of that play was so like it was it was literally like two seconds. It wasn't enough time for her to like that, that explanation is a fail to me based on what I'm saying, based on the visual evidence of what the play, what exactly happened in the play. And I'm saying it's Stern's orders. Now, people were like, oh, Harold, you're a conspiracy theorist, blah, blah, how do you say I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I'm asking two questions. What was the spread on the game? Spread on the game was seven and a half in favor of the Redskins. This was the fourth quarter, and at that point, they weren't covering the spread. Then, after that play, which gave them the ball back in their territory, they were able to score and they were able to cover the spread. Now, to me, it just looked for, like funny business, young. I I just, I, what are y'all thoughts? Am I over here crazy? Am I yeah. just on an island? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this play?
3: My thoughts is the person who made the call should have been baking cookies or mopping the floor instead of making calls on the NFL football. (laughs) 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 Go ahead, dog. Stop.
1: (laughs) No. So yeah, you say what you say? We can't have we can't have female refs, young.
3: Is that not the most egregious call you've ever seen in the history (laughs) of the NFL? Yes or no?
0: Yes, yes and
3: no. But they are who we thought yes they no. were. We let them all <laughs> that, that was pretty bad. <laughs> like I, miss,
2: I missed it. I missed it when it happened, and you know, because uh, I did
1: too, dog. Yeah. This like, John was like, this.
2: sent me John, I'm like, hold on, is that real? Like, is you, are you you joking? Like, what? The right. What is this? saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. this, uh-huh. this, uh-huh. this joke
1: like the movie Prestige. You ever seen that movie, The Prestige, young? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Babbas doing magic tricks and and, and (laughs) doing optical illusions on Babbas and everything. (laughs) Babbas doing real live tricks out here, dog. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was, Aaron, to answer your question, yes. It's the most (laughs) egregious call I've ever seen in my life. Yes. You
3: can't name, nobody can name a play worse. Like that Seattle uh, Green Bay game was close, like with the interception pick that was like yeah. it was bad but that, this was but, but those I mean.
1: those, were, those weren't even like the real referees when that joke right. happened like you know <laughs> what I'm saying like point. those are the fluke <laughs> refs. so like I'm giving them a pass because it was like Joe Schmoes from Walmart <laughs> CVS like refereeing the games because they were just you know what I'm saying and that and that you know the uh, the catch for the, the green Bay or whatever but this joke Young she, she didn't even she didn't know who had the possession of the ball and she just gave it to the Redskins yeah, yeah. I just don't
3: the ball. that's the goal you have to see the player right. with the ball
1: right she, they, see they see have the to ball. have she, possession
3: boom, based on two batters wrestling on the ground she was like yeah. oh the ground doesn't <laughs> have it so they must have it like this is not right. the place for deductive reasoning it's just you look and you see the ball and you make that call right oh, you, like, you
2: can't like, you can't base you know your call off of like players signaling we got the ball they do that all the time so if you don't see the ball like the fact that you would give awarded <laughs> to a team is really That's right, you already know. So,
1: unfortunately, that is that is that is the difference between a man and a woman's brain sometimes. Like, it don't necessarily have to happen hey, for it to happen, you The assumption of your wife
2: is that you man. be in big trouble right now. know. like
1: that? No, young, you know, that, know like we, this thi- is the thing, though. We, in my household, we talk about these things. So if it's something that appears a certain way, but it's not, like, based in fact, I'm like, no. Like, that's why your brain shouldn't go to assume this. From this this doesn't there's no connection there you know what i'm saying and, and in this case this is a clear indication that fact was 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 subtracted from <laughs> from assumption <laughs> she assumed something that didn't line up with the facts
3: he's an idiot don't listen to sh- he's an idiot all right, that's what we But got to say of about course, that. like everything else yeah, in America, man,
1: facts don't matter nowadays, young. It's just whatever whatever you want it to be right, it's just right. But like, well, hold on. Did
2: you, you see did you see the NFL statement? Like, it made no sense. It was
3: worse. See- they defended her because they knew what was going
1: <laughs> to happen. Because <laughs> they had to. They didn't have no choice.
2: They didn't have no choice. I screenshotted what they said. They was like, as to the recovery, Several different angles were looked at, but with nothing definitive shown, there was no need to stop the game because the on-field ruling that awarded possession to Washington would have stood. What? Like, right. what, what are y'all
3: talking about? Like, how like, you gonna ne- say you don't have to look at replay, but the replay told us that it was, like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that makes no <laughs> sense. Yo, we cannot make decisions that cost the team and then come off the sideline, and it's <laughs> nonchalant.
1: Show that NFL can do whatever they want, dog. Because Bama's like, and this is the thing. I'm telling you what I know. Cleveland Browns being that close in the game at that juncture of the game was not in the cards. I'm trying to tell you, nobody had that one in the cards, man. Nobody, nobody had that one uh, uh, mapped out or picked in, in their mind that, that was that was going that the game was going to be that close. Nobody.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I, I, I just, last, last but not least, I got to give a shout out to my, my, my man Cam Johnson out there for the for the sack, forced fumble, the, the two sacks that he had. And I don't, I'm trying to think what Kirk was doing on the second sack because he held the ball rushing over to the sideline, like uh, about to just throw the jump into the, I don't yeah. know what he was doing. Do y'all know? I think, yeah, is it just me? But Kirk Cousins had some mental gas from time to time. Like, I'm talking about, like, huge mental gaffes from time to time in games. Cannot win with It's, like, it. inexplainable. Like, you'd be like, why didn't you throw the ball to Can't play do throw? Can't Like, you know what I'm saying? It would, like, take a sack. Or that one time where it was, like, towards the end of the half and they mismanaged the clock and then Obama the just just took a knee.
3: Against Philly, yeah. I want winners.
1: I'm like, in what a, is you doing, though?
3: Last week when that <laughs> clock ran out in field goal range because the Bama wasted like eight seconds on one play. Right. What?
2: Right. Yeah, nah, he definitely – that's what That's what we're – I mean, we've seen it for a long time, and that's a part of the reason why, um, you know, Harold and I have always kind of, uh, you know, held our stance. Like, when we be on the NFL chat, like, about – cousins because of the mistakes he makes in pressurized situations so those gaffes that he makes it it really concerns me like for you know when you're in you know later in the season or if some if, if we're able to win the division again this year like when you're in those games like what he's gonna do because he has those gaffes and he throws and then you're like what are you throwing into like what were you looking at and I and I don't understand how he does that and, and why he does that at times. Like, it, it's just,
1: it's ridiculous. Yeah, no. Kirk Cousins, dog, I, I don't know, man. He might, yeah. He just, and it happens ever so often where he just has a mental gaffe, like where his mind go blank. He might got the same syndrome that that youngin' got who said that under pressurized situations, she can't hear nothing. Boy, if you don't so get That's it. why she didn't know she was, she, that they said taser instead of gun she said she went partially deaf in the the moment and her her mind froze up so what maybe kirk cousins got that same that same condition or something i I don't know uh is josh gordon done young? is he done yeah josh gordon he he he, i mean i don't think i don't think
2: any of us been holding our breath for him to come back i mean because every time you thought he was coming back. Um, he didn't. It's like one of those things where you know how like somebody kind of shows you their true colors and you'll like give them a chance. It's like if they tell you something, you're like, OK, and then they don't do it. And so it's no big deal the first time. But then when it's like a, a pattern, that's when you're like, OK, I mean, I see that they, they don't really stick to their word. So in the in the enormous situation, it's like um, or Gordon, excuse me, like every mm-hmm. time we thought he was about to come back, he got suspended or there was something else. So I don't think any of us have been holding our breath for him to come back. So until he's
1: out there on the field, I've always personally thought he's been done. Yeah. yeah. Either two things happened with him. He either slipped and started chiefing on the low and realized it was about to be bad for him again and and admitted himself into a into a, a rehab center or he was trying to get cut by the Browns so that he could have an opportunity to play at, at, with a different team because the Browns is just... Not looking like they have really have a quarterback, have a lot of different things going their way. So
3: But is he in a position to even think like that? Cause like most teams he would have been gone already. And I right. feel like the Browns have been extremely patient with him and you know what I mean, giving him every opportunity to not only fix himself but to get back on the field. Yeah. Um mm. so I don't I just don't see where that could be. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but I just don't see where in his mind he could even conjure those thoughts up. Because most teams, he'd have been out of it.
1: Yeah Yeah dog no, Well I mean he's in, his uh, He's under indefinite suspension right now um, I mean The fact that he went into a rehab And they're talking about He said he had a slip up with alcohol A slip up with alcohol. Boy if you don't get I don't know young Sounds a little, a little suspect to me Yeah Um, He I don't think And he's only 26 years old That's so crazy though Yeah you haven't been on the league for I a grip and now
2: you only 26. Yeah, I think, and I think his age has been the thing, he continued to give people hope because if this started happening when he was in his mid 20s, then I think everybody would have been not thought about him. But the fact that he was so young and he's still young is why people keep holding out hope. But like I said, when someone shows a pattern, like you know, it's what are you to do after that? Like it's no, you know, he hasn't shown like anyone any reason to think that he'll he'll be able to come back because he hasn't been able to get his life together. And the thing that's crazy about it is he he went off on everybody that was trying to reach out to help him like last year. I remember Chris Carter, you know, and Chris Carter obviously suffered um from alcoholism, you know, as we all know the story earlier in his career and it's been sober, I think he like twenty years. Yeah. And so, like, he, he literally went off on those people who were just trying to reach out to help. And then here you are about to come back, and this happens. So it makes you look silly. It's like you were in denial. Yeah. But everybody else knew the whole time. And so all you did was push back your potential return because you were uh, prolonging getting help for yourself because you were in denial.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dog. No, I don't Yeah, I think, he, I think he might be done. I think this is the straw for that man, John Gordon, for real, for real. I mean... Then the, the fact help. that he checked him, yeah, he do need mental help, dog. Because I don't know how you just throw millions in the trash and don't even want to play football, which is easy to you at 6'5, 240. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just. That's because he got, he got a problem.
2: It's, I mean, he has a problem. Right. That's what it is. So, right. like, and that's, you know, with sometimes, you know, if you're not an alcoholic or you don't have a drug problem you know obviously it's hard harder for a person who doesn't have those problems to see yo how could you not just give it up because you're making millions of dollars yeah. or you're throwing millions of dollars away but if a person has a problem you know that that's why he can't give it up like he needs help same thing with manzel like they need help
3: mm-hmm. It's intervention you- they need to go away how you got all the crackheads on one team, though? Like, what is it about the grind?
1: Because, <laughs> dog, you ever been to Cleveland? The right. sun don't even come out of Cleveland, <laughs> You're right. You're dog. Right. They're going <laughs> to stay overcast, guys, for for 90% of the year, dog. Boy, if you don't get... And then when they get cold, too, it's like... that. Man, that's a that's high suicide rate out there, dog. They're in Seattle, young. Yeah? Nobody want to be in Cleveland. Um, uh, what? Which is not far from Cleveland. Indianapolis, Andrew Luck is he a bus yet?
3: They one and three. Is he is he a bus? <laughs> if he was yeah. black, they'd be calling him a bus. But he got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean you
1: If <laughs> these call the, go go six and ten, and you gave this bad but two hundred million. Yeah, I mean you they, ain't they getting the return on your investment. Yo, the problem
2: the problem with it is is that these owners constantly do this where it's like. Because they're paying these guys all the money, they're like, yo, go do everything from Cam Newton to Andrew Luck. You know, they like they don't get these guys any help offensively and they just want them to do everything. And it's like, when has any quarterback done everything, no matter how great they were? They had the, uh, uh, the requisite parts around them in order for them to win. So, like, the idea that you would think just because this quarterback is this talented or this good that they can do everything on their own, like, they can block for themselves, they can run the ball, they Uh, can catch the passes, that's
3: ridiculous. But this is also partially revisionist history. The last two years, people have been picking the Colts to win the Super Bowl. So guys that were good enough last year and this year before the season started can't all of a sudden be complete garbage now. And also, when he got hurt last year, he was one in five or whatever. Then, but do you sorry forty think- year old Matt Cass- I mean, Matt Hasselbeck came in and won games.
1: Or do you want so- like, <laughs> to marginalize?
3: him? he has to but,
2: take. Do you a think lot that they of- were good enough to win the bowl? Though, honestly, like, no, the, like, not the bowl. But
1: but but no, this the thing though. There's a difference between that. Aaron bring up a good point though. Matt Hasselbeck came in and got W's, and right now these Batman's can't breathe on a win. You can't be the Jacksonville Jackson- Jaguars in London. They're not even in Jacksonville. Then that's a problem, though. Like I- I'm just saying, it's the-, the-, the problem runs deeper than Andrew Luck. I- I'm I honestly, but still, and every yeah, if-, if-, if Cam Newton right now they struggling, and it's a lot lot of attention being paid to Cam Newton. Like that just comes with the territory when you're the quarterback of a franchise. Like you're gonna be expected to do more. Um, considerably more than everybody else How? Take you, take a few steps now their offensive line is doo and trash I understand that right, but maybe man. you that, shouldn't have gave $200 in right. in
3: he's the highest paid quarterback ever
2: yeah I mean but we know that's just because of ta- a timing thing like when he but, became but, a free agent
3: like I get what you're saying, but at the same time, a part of that is he was anointed too soon, and a lot of people are too invested in the argument they already made to assess him now in a in a fair, objective way. That's what Absolutely. the issue is. Like I people mean, my don't thi- want to. Cri- Go ahead.
2: Nah, nah, I, I agree with you. Like my thing is, and I've always had this uh this argument with uh Ralph. Shout out, homie Ralph. Like about, like you saying him being anointed too soon. He's He's been a turnover You're machine. And like that, trash, like, I think things wouldn't have been as glaring like if he doesn't, didn't turn the ball over so much because the numbers were, like last year, he was just garbage. I mean, we know that. But prior to that, he was still turning the ball over. And it's like, if he didn't have some of the turnovers that he had, I don't think it would seem as bad as it has, but when you're playing that way and you're turning the ball over and you obviously constantly take hits and take sacks, like, it just doesn't look good. And now they're losing, too. So, like, you put all those things together and it's just not a good look. But you're absolutely correct in in the fact and saying that he was anointed too uh um, too soon and uh or what have you. I know uh Skip Bellis used to joke and say call him Andrew Locke because everybody had him like he was a lot going to the Hall of Fame already. Nah, but right. he hadn't even proven that he that, that was the case. So
3: yeah, I'm I'm totally
2: on board with you in saying
3: that. But it, like with that being said, he, started, in, he needs, needs a lot more, more help. And this started two years before he even made it to the league for the record. Like, he was still like a sophomore, junior in college when people started saying, this is the greatest prospect since Peyton Manning, uh, who's the owner, uh, the GM of the Broncos, John Elway. Like, this started when he was not even in the NFL. Right. So people are like four or five years, like eight years now invested in him being the best ever, or at least top 10 ever by the time his career Nigga,
1: when my name come up, respect it. And he's still not gonna be there. A lot of work Lamar today. Jackson gonna be the best ever, dog. This Bama nice. Uh <laughs> bang, bang. This, Now we we down to the point of the show where we go through the games and we 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 make our picks for this week last week. I know I had to win, right?
3: Nah, you definitely didn't win. You went <laughs> You went third place. Tied for third place.
2: Oh. I probably was I probably was last
3: definitely last laugh.
1: <laughs> 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 so so but but we all still close. You probably not that much not much uh, separating us
3: Jeff was uh-huh. uh, six and ten Uh Drothen and Harold were seven and nine a kill was eight and eight and I was ten and six Z.
1: okay all right so this week we got a whole slate of games Arizona who've been looking like some doo-doo <laughs> and then letting everybody down. I thought they was gonna come out the gate smoking. Carson Palmer dealing with concussion issues. Um, they likely might be playing a backup quarterback this week. They play at San Francisco, and surprisingly, Arizona's favored by three. I don't know how, but I guess because Bruce Aaron's their coach, and they got. David Johnson, I don't know Larry Fitzgerald, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm going with, I'm going with San Fran. I'm
2: gonna go, I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm hearing reports, even though I don't really think he that good, and which is why they usually fold. But he's good enough to beat the 49ers, and I think they say it's a good
3: chance he could play. I'm talking about Carson Palmer, so I'm gonna go ahead and go with Arizona. Yeah, I'm. I- it seems like they're bipolar. So every time they get cooked, like the next week they come back and kind of play a lot better. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Arizona too. All right.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Sunday. Man, man. Got the Houston Texans at Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are favored minus five. I'm going. I'm going with the Vikings today. Today lose. <laughs> got and I just don't think that they'll lose to the to the uh, Houston Texans in this one. So I'm, I'm gonna going see, with Vikings.
3: Yeah, especially at home. Um... What I want to know is why the spread is only five. This might get ugly. Bang,
1: bang. Washington Redskins at Baltimore Ravens. I'm going
3: with the Ravens. Minus four. The Ravens minus four? Minus four. I'm going to take Washington. Yeah, I'm going with the Redskins too. Kirk Cousins for a (laughs) touchdown pass.
1: Sprinkling it on. Uh, New England Patriots at the Cleveland Browns. What's <laughs> the spread? 30. And Tom and Brady's back this week. 10 and a half. Tom Brady's return. Gonna put up 45 on these bums. unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I I think we all taking we all going with New England on this one. Yeah. I'm taking Yeah, I'm going, going with New England. After they just cheated the Redskins, Lord knows what they gonna do to, in New England. Yeah. New England gonna be getting field goal <laughs> field goal chances and all types of stuff. Referee gonna walk on the field, reset the clock, everything. I just can't imagine. I'm so yeah, I'm I'm five. going with New England, ten and a half. I think everybody in the whole world going with New England, ten and a half um bang bang philadelphia eagles at detroit lions philly's favorite by two and a half i'm going with i'm going with philly they had an extra week to prepare peterson gonna have them ready
2: yeah um philly um detroit is uh doing what detroit does once again and that's why i had the uh that back and forth, that time with D about Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what was
0: coming. I knew yeah, he wasn't yeah,
1: gonna let that go live. I knew. Yeah, yeah. cause like yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. man. Jim Bob, Bob just, Cooter, like,
2: young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause Detroit, they just do what Detroit does. I mean, like you always expect more from them, and then they always let you down. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Philly off the bye week. And Golden Tate been playing like a bum. Bum dog. I don't he know where how where that
1: came from. Is he on? He on one of my fantasy teams, and I'm I'm like I want to cut him, but I don't want to cut him because I picked the bat up too early in the draft. So I'm like, yeah, bang bang. Uh, So the Chicago Bears at Indianapolis Colts. Colts are favorite minus four and a half. I'm going with Chicago. The Colts at home. Yeah, yeah. Colts at home. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take
2: the Colts, man. They gotta be. I know. I know. Uh. Hoyer, who you said was trash can garbage. Yeah. He played well last week, but I yeah, still, he is still Hoyer at the end of the day, so I'm going with the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts too. Yeah. I'm,
1: going with, I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. Um, the wheels falling off that train, though, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> bang, bang. Uh, Tennessee Titans at Miami Dolphins.
3: Oh, the garbage boy.
1: Yeah, That's they both sorry. I'm going with whoever the Miami Dolphins are favored by minus three and a half I'm going with I'm going with the Titans they play everybody tough and um, Miami's some trash
3: yeah I don't want to take either one of these sorry Bama's, but I guess I gotta take the Titans yeah. Y'all and y'all know who I'm taking. I haven't been wrong about it either. So I adopted your strategy too. I'm not picking the Dolphins anymore for the rest can't of the it. It. season.
2: <laughs> I have not I can't been can't wrong it. about
1: it either, <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, man. Cannot win with it. Can't do it. Bang bang. Uh, New York Jets at Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are favored by seven. Gino I'm gets going his, with his
3: first
1: snaps. I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah. Right now Fitzpatrick is playing like I think Aaron, you can play better than Fitzpatrick. This Batman got ten INTs in four games. He got Six and he one.
2: Nine, nine in the last two. I think which they said is the yes. most
1: of 89. <laughs> no, you just trash, <laughs> big fella. Over oh, this man. I don't know what's going on with him though. Like he's I just sorry, that's just, what's
3: going on. He's yeah, not he's, good. Aaron.
2: He he's allergic. He's allergic to uh expectations. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like every time. He's Get had up, a good a, a pretty good season. Get the final season and he's back to the dumpster. So it's just right on cue. So yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, he, he's, him, yeah he he right in there. He's throwing passes from the dumpster too, because this bad is terrible. <laughs> um <laughs> may, may. Atlanta Falcons at the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos are favorite minus six. Mmm, that's a good one. I'm going that's with good I'm good. going I'm going with the I'm going with the Broncos. Minus to the six, they They're gonna win by a touchdown. That yeah. 300 that that uh that Julio got this past week, not tonight. that joke gonna get, that joke gonna be. That's right,
2: you Five know. for eighty. Yeah, and a keep a been picking off everything in
1: in sight. So yeah, <laughs> so
0: he gonna yeah. be juiced up for that one. He, no one,
1: yeah. He gonna be juiced Atlanta, up. Atlanta get back in their mind right, cause Denver's not gonna play with them. I'm trying to tell you. Bang bang get game on the dockets You got, got the, the Broncos, Broncos Jeff? Yeah, 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 give me the Broncos cool. All right uh, Cincinnati Bengals at Dallas Cowboys mm. uh, Cincinnati Bengals are favorite minus one And it's in Dallas I'm going with Cincy I think, I think Andy Dalton breaks out those four touchdown passes Yeah, give me uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals too like I don't think that I don't think
2: Dallas is ready for Cincy. They they haven't really. Main, main. We've been the best team they beat, um, and then all the other games were close. I don't I don't I think that they're not ready for Cincy. I
3: think the Cowboys put together a run. Cowboys gonna get another win this week. What?
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, next main, game main. Buffalo Bills at the L.A. Rams. Rams are favored minus two and a half. I think the Buffalo Bills will come down off that high and lose to the LA Rams. As much as I don't even like saying that, I just I think they played they played, you know they played up to the, the level of competition against the Patriots this past week, um, and then this week they'll come and lose to the Rams. And the Rams have looked the right. eye. Your boy Case Keenum looked the right. uh. eye.
3: But what makes me sick to my stomach is Jeff Fisher being over five hundred. I know it's gonna equal out by the end of the year, but this is just— disgusting. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely going. It's definitely
2: going to play itself out for sure. It'll end up seven and nine eventually. Though. <laughs> yeah, because two of their wins against are against division opponents, which they always play well within the division. It's outside of division when they go to, you know, their, their normal selves. And so, like I said, um, I don't. Ex- I, I expect Buffalo to keep keep rolling um, and go ahead and uh, win this one. Cover that too.
1: Yeah, I got the Buffalo Bills too. All right, I'm Lone Ranger with the L.A. Rams. Uh, San Diego Chargers at the Oakland Raiders, and the Chargers have given up two games, like just coughed it up. Um, I think they'll come into this game really trying to get a W, and I think they'll play the Oakland Raiders tough at home. But I got the Oakland Raiders winning, minus four.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one. Obviously, it's a division game, um, but and Oakland's defense isn't really the best. Their it's offense, not. Their offense is But San Diego offense. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what I'm they saying. They jump like
1: soft serve, dog. They jump <laughs> like soft serve ice cream, so I don't even... <laughs> I mean, it, they ain't it's gonna the, stop the Raiders.
2: Yeah, they they not. I mean, it, but like I said, it's a talk because it's a division game. It's a toss-up. So, I mean, I'm gonna go with Oakland too, but I'm nervous about it.
1: My, my. New York Giants at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are minus seven. Who, I'm who going with the, that? Was that unanimous? My fault. Yeah, I got the Raiders. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Green Bizzle. They go. The Giants don't want. They don't want. Him. Seven.
3: Seven's, Seven's high. high. That's high. But Eli throwing bounce passes, so I don't know. I might have to get <laughs> it. He off his CP3 out there. <laughs> yeah. All bounce
1: passes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, go- I'm going with Green Bay until New York Giants get a real coach in there. Because right now, they ain't even got a real coach, young. This guy, I'm looking at the card, talking about like, uh, yeah. Go ahead and run the slants underneath. <laughs> like it it ain't, it ain't no down and field throws and i mean and you know green bay going to score so right right i'm going with green bay I'm, they'll end up winning by 10 24 10 something like
2: that i'm i'm gonna try to i'm gonna say that the giants will bounce back to cover the spread i think green bay will win but i think i think i'm gonna go with the giants to
0: uh to cover yeah.
3: Yeah, I think the Packers mm-hmm. going to win a game but the Giants going to cover. If they don't, then this is the end for Eli and I'm off the Giants bandwagon for the rest. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I feel you on that.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay Bucks at the Carolina Panthers Monday night. Upset. And Derek, and Derek Anderson likely might get to start if uh, Cam Newton concussion protocol doesn't doesn't go through. I, I I think that the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna come in there, and Jameis Winston is gonna be on a mission. Yeah. But I don't think it'll be enough to beat the Carolina Panthers. I, I got the Panthers.
2: Yeah, for me, this is one of those uh, like early seasons, like kind of must win, so to speak. I mean, like both teams are what one and three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Let's um, see up. What and so, like, like you, like you were saying earlier, Aaron, like this could be a case where Dirk Cutter is just an office, of course, should have stayed a coordinator instead of right. being promoted to the head coach because they won their last four games of the season last year with Lovey and then fired him. So I'm gonna I'm go, I'm gonna pick the Bucks to take the upset because I feel like Jameis could get it done, and not knowing how Cam's uh, health is going to be, so I'm gonna I'm I'm go ahead and. Uh, Rock with you, Harold, and take take the Bucks for that upset. Harold, took the
1: Panthers, right? Yeah, I took the Panthers. Oh
2: well, I'm, I, I well, you, you ain't rocking with
1: me, dog. You ain't rocking yeah, with yeah, me. I'm the we, on, we on two different trains. Then let me. I'm <laughs> <with> the <Panthers. laughs>
3: yeah, I'm operating. I'm operating under the assumption that uh, Derek Anderson is going to play and Cam's going to be out, so I'm taking the Bucks. But if Cam Newton ends up playing, then uh, uh, I like the Panthers. So, mm. <laughs>
1: okay, man, Uh So those are the games on the on the, on the sliding docket. Um, yeah, man, I, NFL is just so it's, just, it's it's so up and down, so interesting how the how the uh, scenarios change. But you know, the Redskins are two and two right now. If they get another W, then you know that'll that'll be good for them. But if they I'm just saying, like, right now, it's at that point, a couple losses right now. It could, the
3: further you get into the season, the more it's, losses you have. It's about to be Murderer's Row. They have to win this game. Yeah. They absolutely. If they don't win this game, they could end up with four wins at the end of the season. Because Murderer's Row is coming up real quick. They have to win this game against the Ravens what what's uh what like give me an example
2: of uh the after after this game the next let's say three teams. only reason I ask is because you know how teams can seem one way at the beginning of the season but as the see like the Panthers and Arizona but then as the season goes on they they're not really that good. So it could seem like murders road, but that could change. So
3: like who do they play? What are the next three games after this week? All right, so it's Eagles, Lions, then it's Bengals, Vikings, Packers, Cowboys, Cardinals, Eagles, Panthers, and then the last two games are the Bears and Giants. So okay. if they if you end up losing, like the Braven game can give you momentum to where you'll be in maybe you'll be in the Eagles game, you'll be in the Bengals game. If they lose that game and then turn around and I think they'll end up losing to the Eagles, it could be bad. Like it could be real bad. This is going to dictate yeah, the I, momentum for the rest of the season. The, the, the game, yeah, because I mean by the bye week, let's say
1: they're two and two now. If they can win out of the next, they got one, two, three games. Out of the next three games, if they win one. They got to at least win one out of these next three games. Um, and then yeah, it, it could be bad because they got Philly, Detroit. They should beat Detroit. Yeah, they should, they should, and they play, and they play Cincinnati in London. So it's you know, that's a, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. that's an away game, and it's a home game for the Bengals. But the, the Bengals ain't really. You know, it's not really a home game, home game, so it's not the same same situation. But then Minnesota, that's a loss. Green Bay, then Dallas again. Arizona, and they trash.
3: At Philly. Arizona. But Panthers. we trash, too. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got to so, keep that in mind. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what we are going to see, man? We going to watch it close. We going to watch it close. Uh, What else is going on, man? Nothing. Yeah, I'm
2: just, just getting ready for, I guess, like you said, the, the 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 baseball playoffs, basketball preseason. We got stuff coming, so should be yeah. good.
1: Yeah, we're going to have stuff, man. Especially when these sorry Wizards start playing, man. I just <laughs> start throwing my remote at the TV again, though. I'm going to get my cable cut off. I'm going to cut cable off when these Bambas start playing
3: on. Yeah, I so told, I'm so sorry. I mentioned the playoffs. We will finally be done with Ernie Grunfeld, but this... I don't know how he managed to stop. Bama's a black roach, dog, in the corner. You step on the
1: bama, he just crawl under the crawl under the refrigerator, dog. (laughs) Dog,
2: the drink it reminds me of uh like Bama's be like, uh, Jeff Fisher gotta have something on Stan Kroenke. Yeah, it's yeah. the same way
1: with Grunfeld so, on uh uh uh.
3: Tanius, um, yeah. yeah,
1: he knows something we don't yeah. know, dog. That Bama pedophile or something? He got him on tape. It gotta be something, dog, because there's no way this Bama's destroyed our franchise at least three That's times. Three times. If we built the jump back up. <laughs> this guy,
3: he gotta have something on this Bama, dog. Something. Crazy so, man. Been, yeah, man! He spent two years building for KD to come here, hired his former coach and everything, and then KD didn't even take a, a interview with the team. KD didn't take KD a didn't re- He
1: didn't that's, even respond to a text message from that Batman. That's dog. a fireable
3: offense alone. You spent yeah. two off
1: seasons setting up <laughs> for a Batman that wouldn't even take a meeting. And what, and what are you going to say when you got to go talk to him upstairs? Like, yeah, did the boss call you upstairs, like, yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out. You said we we're going to get KD, but like, you know, he's not here. Uh, well, uh, I tried. Like, you done sh- shipped all the players away, done did all this maneuvering, kept these bombs on here with spot Like, no, no, it's bad. You gotta get rid of them. But that's our show, man. Uh, we holler at y'all. Just follow us at BOK Sports 980. Uh, shout out to all our, our listeners. Yeah. My man Jacaro, all those of you tuned into the show. Um, yeah just you know share us tell people about it all that good stuff uh we out
3: shut up give me a turn to speak fine see you do that to me how does it feel how does it feel to be told to shut up we've talked about let me speak how does that do feel that. how does that feel do,
0: do-